a 150% rise in the Chinese government's persecution of Christians in just one year. We don't carry arms. We will not carry arms. We don't teach carrying arms. But we can call on God. Our God is bigger than human ammunition. Hey everybody, welcome back to The Fifth Seal, Episode 9. I'm your host, Norm the Master's Dog Dunham, a.k.a. The Evangelical Norm. The Fifth Seal is a podcast to bring awareness and prayer to our brothers and sisters around the world who are persecuted because of their faith in Jesus Christ. Every year I count down the top 50 countries on Open Doors USA's World Watch List from January to October, twice a month. I count down from 50 to 31 Then throughout the month of November, which about 11 years ago I dubbed to be Persecuted Church Awareness Month, I count down every day, I count down from 30 to number 1. It is a countdown, which is why the episode numbers go backwards. You're not crazy. Yesterday was episode 10, today is 9, tomorrow will be 8, on until the end of the month when we get to country number 1, which is the worst country in the world for Christians to live based upon the persecution they endure for their faith in Jesus Christ. So, there's the back the oh, excuse me, can't talk this morning. There's the background on the podcast for those of you who are new. And all that being said, it is Monday, November 22nd, and this is our update on the persecuted church around the world. This from persecution.org. On Wednesday, November 17th, many Christians of early rain early rain Shinkaudai Church in Diyang, China were arrested by the Diang police. Those arrested included church elder Wu Jinan and his wife, colleagues Lu Wu Yi, Lu Yongbo, and Lang Ingguang, and retired pastor Hao Min Cheng and his wife Yang Yufeng. Elder Wu Jinan and his wife were released on the eve of their arrest. However, the others who were arrested still remain in detention. The name Early Rain harkens back to Early Rain Covenant Church, a church in Chengdu, China, which was famously run, has famously run into many confrontations with the Chinese authorities. Early Rain uh, Qingkaodai Church is Early Rain Covenant Church's church plant in Diyang. It is also its own member within the Western China Reformed Presbytery. Qingkaodai's troubles with the Chinese government stretched back to 2018 when the church's former elder, Hao Ming, signed the, quote, joint statement, a declaration for the sake of Christians' faith, unquote, launched by Pastor Wang Yi of Early Rain Covenant Church. This statement, a global declaration of faith and religious freedom for Christians, was originally published in September 2018 with signatures from 439 Chinese pastors. Many of the signatories of the statement were either jailed or faced similar difficulties from the Chinese authorities for their defense of Christianity. As a result of the publication of the joint statement, Chinese police officers cracked down on the early reign covenant church and soon after confronted Qing Kaodai, they raided Qing Kaodai by breaking in, expelling the Christians, and posting a ban notice at the church's entrance. The ban notice was issued by China's Religious Affairs Bureau and Civil Bureau Affair, C- Civil Affairs Bureau. In spite of these difficulties, early reign Qing Kaodai Church managed to persist. However, the hardship increased starting on December 11, 2018, when Chinese police officers began to consistently pressure the landlord of Qing Kaodai to terminate the lease. 
threatened to fine him over $30,000 and ordered the church community to move out of the building by the next day. Elders rejected these demands and told the authorities that they would proceed with their services as usual. The following morning, many police officers broke into the church, expelled a Bible study group that was meeting, and posted another ban notice on the door issued by China's Religious Affairs Bureau. Two years later, in March 2021, the Sichuan Police Department in Civil Affairs included Early Rain Covenant Church and Early Wayne Qing Kao Dai Church on their list of illegal organizations contributing to the recent arrest of members of Qing Kao Dai. So, again, China is uh, high up on the list. We just did it a few days ago. Um, but, again, the Christians there aren't dealing with radical religious groups that randomly attack. It's the government that is literally persecuting the Christians there, arresting, imprisoning for no reason, uh, no valid reason. They, they come up with trumped, re, trumped up reasons to arrest these people, to harass these, these Christians. Um, again, threat, even threatening their landlord to find their landlord if he doesn't evict them from the building. So continue to pray for our brothers and sisters in China. The church is growing in China. So pray that God continues to use the witness of these persecuted Christians to draw others to repentance and faith in him. And that brings us to our world watch list country for today, which is number nine, Nigeria. So a few facts about Nigeria. The region is Africa. The persecution type is Islamic oppression. The main religion is, is pretty much a 50-50 split of Islam and Christianity. The persecution level is extreme. The population of Nigeria is 206,153,000, of which about 95,358,000 of those are Christians. So roughly 50%. Government is a federal presidential republic, and the president is Major General Retired Muhammadu Buhari. So what, is, uh, what does persecution look like in Nigeria? What is life like for Christians? More Christians are murdered for their faith in Nigeria than in any other country. Violent attacks by Boko Haram, Hausa Fulani Muslim militant herdsmen, ISWAP, an affiliate, an affiliate of the Islamic State group, and other Islamic extremist groups are common in the north and middle belt of the country and are becoming more common farther south. In these attacks, Christians are often murdered or have their property and means of livelihood destroyed. Men and boys are particularly vulnerable to being killed. The women and children left behind are very vulnerable and living testimonies to the power of the attackers. Perpetrators are seldom brought to justice. Christian women are often abducted and raped by these militant groups and sometimes forced to marry Muslims. Christians from a Muslim background face rejection by and pressure from their families. Muhammadu Buhari's presidency from 2015 onwards has seen a sharp increase in attempts to force Islamization on the country, including appointing Muslims to key government, government positions. Many Christians who are driven out of their villages and away from their sources of livelihood are forced to become internally displaced persons, often living in informal IDP camps. Given the continuous occupation of their villages by Fulani militants, the lack of government support, the lack of proper education for their children, and the high vulnerability of IDPs, these believers continue to suffer even after the brutality of the initial persecution. What has changed in Nigeria this year? Nigeria has risen several places on the world watch list, and persecution has worsened in all areas of public and private life. 
violence against Christians perpetrated by Boko Haram, Fulani militants, and ISWAP, the Islamic State West Africa province, as well as others identified unidentified armed attackers, has led to tremendous suffering among the Christian community. Nigeria entered the top 10 of the 2021 World Watch List primarily because this violence has increased and began to spill out into other parts of Nigeria, and the government seems unable or unwilling to protect its Christian citizens. Islamic extremist attacks have not abated during the COVID-19 pandemic. Many Christians who are staying home to combat the spread of the virus have been vulnerable to attack. Persecution and especially violent attacks are most prevalent in the north and middle belt of Nigeria. The government's attempts to Islamize the country are more widespread, affecting even Christian-majority communities in the south. Christians who have converted from Islam are very vulnerable in the north of the country, particularly in those areas governed by Sharia law. Christians living as IDPs are also particularly vulnerable. So ways we can pray for Nigeria. Pray for the Lord's grace and comfort. For believers, as many are displaced, have lost loved ones and their, and their homes, and in many have experienced trauma. Ask the Lord to be near those who have been kidnapped and pray that they will be released and rescued. Pray for President Muhammadu Buhari and his government. Pray that they will take decisive action to protect all citizens in every part of the country. And pray that the programs provided by Open Doors Partners will strengthen the church to testify and share the gospel in very difficult situations. Let's pray. Father, thank you again for the time we have to come to pray for our brothers and sisters who are persecuted because of their faith in Christ. Lord, we, we thank you that you have provided such amazing technology uh, through these social media platforms, YouTube, Facebook, um, other places where podcasts are hosted. Lord, that we can come together across vast distances to pray for our brothers and sisters and even across the span of time as people will download this video later or download an, an MP3 podcast and still join their, their voices with ours as we pray for our brothers and sisters who are persecuted because of their faith in you. Lord, we, we lift up the, uh, the members of the, the Ching Kao Dai Church, uh, the early reign Ching Kao Dai Church there in Diang. Uh, Lord, we pray that you would restore to them their meeting facilities, uh, that you would uh, bring about the release of these elders and members of the church who have been detained and are still detained, Lord. We pray that uh, you would turn the hearts of the, the Chinese government uh, to a place of um, willingness to extend religious freedom to the religious minorities in the area, especially Christians, Lord. And we do pray that you would continue to use the, the witness and the testimony of those who are persecuted to draw more and more people into uh, a place of repentance and faith in you, Lord. We pray for our brothers and sisters in Nigeria, God. We pray that you would bring comfort to those who have lost loved ones. Uh, there, it, it's unlikely that there's any Christian at this point in Nigeria who has not been some way directly affected by the attacks of the of Boko Haram or the Fulani militant herdsmen or Iswap, Lord. We pray that you would bring comfort to those families, that you would continue to strengthen them in their faith, that you would bring about restoration of, of properties, that you would bring the, the internally displaced peoples back to their homes um, and livelihoods, Lord, that you would uh, do a miracle in this country and that you would do that by drawing even members of Boko Haram and the Fulani militants, Iswap, that you would draw them to repentance and faith in you, Lord.
Uh, we pray that, that those who have been kidnapped and those who uh, have been imprisoned, that they would be uh, released as well. Father, we pray that you would turn the heart of President Buhari to the people. Father, that he would see the and, and be affected by the, uh, the, the trauma that is being imposed on the Christians in that area by these militant groups, these fundamentalist groups. Lord, and that in that, in it, he would be drawn to repentance and faith, that he would turn his heart to those people, and that he would affect change in the Nigerian government. And justice will be brought upon those who have continued over the last three years, especially, Lord, to, uh, to murder and, and just do horrible things uh, to the Christian community there. And we do pray for all the, the different groups that are, are working within Nigeria to bring the gospel, to bring discipleship, to bring aid to those people. We pray, Lord, that you would bless them, that you would give them wisdom, that they would speak words of, of your gospel, that they would speak your gospel clearly and plainly, and that that would draw others to repentance and faith in you. And again, Lord, we pray that in all of these things that you will be glorified because it is for your glory and in your name, Jesus, that we pray. Amen. Amen. Once again, guys, thank you so much for, for joining me, taking 10 to 15 minutes out of your day to pray for our brothers and sisters who are persecuted because of their faith in Christ. If you know anyone else, we've got eight days left in the month after today. If you know anybody who would be willing, who, who is interested, even remotely uh, wants to know uh, anything about what's going on for our persecuted brothers and sisters around the world, invite them over to the Fifth Seal Facebook page on YouTube, or on Facebook, the Evangelical Norm channel on YouTube, uh, hit the subscribe uh, notification button, get all the content that is released there, um, or anywhere where they get audio podcasts. If they don't have time to sit down and watch a video, they can download the audio podcast, put it in their earbuds, take it with them, and still pray for our brothers and sisters who are persecuted because of their faith in Christ. Once again, thank you guys for taking the time out to watch or listen, and as always, Preach the gospel at all times. Use words. They're necessary. Until tomorrow, Soli Deo Gloria.